Engaging conversation on the most urgent problem of our day and what you can do about it. Now, the End Abortion Podcast by Priests for Life. Well, hello, I'm Janet Marana, Executive Director of Priests for Life. Welcome to our program. Well, you know, since the overturning of Roe v. Wade, the abortion industry has been on a path to bring what I'm going to say is infanticide, late-term abortion, to America. Their goal is to make it in every state. And remember, the overturning of Roe brought it back it said to the people and their elected representatives. Now that means the states and federally. And the abortion industry is on this warpath of constitutional amendments, uh, taking away uh, the laws that are in some states where they're protecting babies and abortion till birth, brothers and sisters. And you might say to me, oh, come on, Janet, really? Abortion till birth? Ha, we got proof. Well, joining me today on the program, is pro-life leader Frank Pavone, and we're going to get to it right specific with you to show it is happening in America today. Welcome to the Hi, program. Hi, Janet. Good to be with you again. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, remember back in the days of the partial birth abortion debate, we were very involved in that, the mid-90s, right? And uh, the other side tried to say, oh, but there's no such thing as partial birth abortion. Right. Because our side had created the term in order to really express to people what was happening. It's a partial birth. Right. right. The baby is halfway down the birth canal before the baby is killed. Right. So part of the baby is hanging out of the mother's body. Yeah, it's that's that's a term our side created. We didn't created the term. We didn't create the reality. Right. The procedure was a medical paper from Dr. Martin Haskell, uh, with whom you remember I spoke personally, was circulating around the country and causing all this uh, all this stir. Uh, so eventually that procedure was outlawed uh, through. George W. Bush and 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 so forth. Now they're trying the same tactic. Oh, there's no such thing as late-term abortion because what we're doing on our side to counteract exactly what you just said is to show the American people that they want unlimited abortion. That's right. The choice in this election is: look, America, do you want more abortion or less abortion? Well, if you want more, go to the, for the Democrats. Well, well, we have to make people realize that with partial birth abortion, when that was banned. All the abortionists did was create a different procedure to kill the baby late term. Yes, that's why there has to be blanket protection right? based on, on a particular gestational limit. Right, because yeah. they, they have figured out different ways. So what they do is, they so everyone understands what happens, they, uh, first of all, uh, give, give an injection through the mother's abdomen into the uterus, into the mm -hmm. womb, mm -hmm. and... It, they do it directly into the baby's heart. Right. It's called digoxin. That's right. They stop the baby's heart. That's step one. And in the meantime, they're giving the women like something like a laminaria or something to begin the dilation right. of her cervix, right. which is premature. Because, see, during natural labor, that's what happens. The cervix dilates wider and wider and wider. So she's ready to give birth. So because they're kind of messing up with the birth process, they're going to dilate her service, cervix artificially and then what do they do they deliver a dead it's baby. a stillbirth it's a stillbirth that's why it's a several day process 
which is so ridiculous, by the way, when people say, oh, these late-term abortions are only help happening in medical emergencies. If you have a medical emergency, you're not going to use a four-day process to take care of it. No, medical know? emergency uh, means you're, gonna, you're, you're getting the, in there now. You've called your OBGYN. Yeah. He sends you to the emergency room. He meets you there, and he delivers and the delivers baby. And delivers the baby, right. Yeah. So no, these people don't know. Look, they don't know what they're talking about, and they're banking on the fact that the American people are not going to know what they're talking about. And that's why we're talking about it, so that people will have the facts. The fact of the matter is... And by the way, that that artificial dilation of the cervix that weakens the cervical muscle, yes, it which does. mean which is one of the reasons why abortion leads to miscarriage, miscarriage later on, pre preterm delivery preterm later delivery on, because the muscle's then, been weakened. Right, because see, uh, right now maybe she doesn't want to have that baby, yeah, because she thinks, oh, uh, I might lose my job, I might get kicked out of school, and and very often they get later in the term, especially with these young girls. Because they kind of find out they're pregnant, then they they're playing with. Oh, I'm afraid to tell someone. I don't know. So it it the time is ticking. The baby's growing and growing yeah. and growing. Yeah. And then they get to a certain point, and they say, Oh, I guess I better have. I better get rid of this baby. Well, now what they're doing to themselves actually is damaging their reproductive system in many ways. And so later on in life, so many of these girls now they marry Prince Charming. They want to have children now, and guess what? multiple miscarriages mm -hmm. and sometimes even they've even some of them have had to have hysterectomies of course and so the very time when they want a family now they can't have it because of the damage done to them during that abortion but as you know as we were preparing for this program we said look we want to help our viewers answer this effort of the other side to say oh but the late-term abortions aren't happening it's not real we're going to show evidence today, aren't we? Yes, that they're it's very real. Weak. It's real. Yeah. Well, they can go to our, our webpage, which is priestforlife.org slash late-term abortion. Late-term abortion, right. And what we have there are actual video, uh, video recordings of people calling these abortion clinics and scheduling appointments beyond 30 weeks. Yep. 30 weeks and beyond. Healthy mother healthy baby. That's the point we wanted to make. Yes, exactly. They, the, the Democratic Party and all these people that get up on the debate stage and boo-hoo-hoo, oh, but we're, we're just helping women who are, their their health is at risk, they have cancer, they have to have this termination because they won't use the word abortion. They have to have a termination to save their lives or there's something mm. wrong with the baby. Yeah. They'll say, it, it has a, a deformity and right. oh, the baby's going to die anyway. Yeah. Well, they're the if the baby's going to die anyway, how is it safer for mother and baby to abort that child? No, you let the baby let be, the baby be, born. be born. It's safer for that, safer, safer for, for the, the mother. mother. Yeah. And better for the mother emotionally, because then she hasn't brought about the death of her own child. Right. And then let the medical profession to do everything they possibly can to save her baby. And when the when God takes the baby, that's when it's time. That's right. But it's a natural process, and the mother can grieve naturally for that child. You don't scar yourself again. Exactly. I mean, it's sad. It's a sad enough situation. You don't have to bring more sadness and scarring by deliberately inflicting death on that right. baby. But we um, we commissioned someone, didn't we, to make these phone calls? Yeah, and, we, uh, we we knew it was happening. Uh, there are certain states uh, in America here, uh, first of all, where the law, they've put these constitutional amendments, as we know, there's about 12 states now where they can kill babies to birth. Uh, and we know there's some of these abortionists that are just despicable. They are killing these babies in uh, in 30 weeks and beyond. So let's take a listen to one of these recordings uh, and let, let's just see what, what they say. Good morning, Dr. Hearn's office. How can I help you? Yes, I wanted to schedule an abor uh, abortion appointment. Okay. 
you know how far along you are in your pregnancy? Um, just around 30 weeks. And um, when did you find out you were pregnant? Um, well, I found out a couple of months into the pregnancy, um, so I've known about it for a while. Um, and I've been going to the appointments and everything, but my husband and I just split up, and um, I just don't want to continue with the pregnancy now. So I have, like, the estimated due date from the doctor and everything, and I have my last menstrual period date, too. Okay. If you need that. Okay. Okay. Um, our, uh, have you had an ultrasound? Um, yes. Okay, we just need the measurements from your ultrasound, like the BPD and the femur length measurement. Okay, let me see. How would I, do I need to call you back with those measurements or? Yeah, if you could call us back with those measurements, we can let you know um, if we can see you, when the next available appointment is, and what the fee will be. Okay, so the BPD and what else was it? The femur length, it's abbreviated F as in Frank, L as in Larry. And it should just be right on the ultrasound that was printed out? Yeah, hopefully. You may have to call your doctor's office and get it from them. And what does the BPD stand for? Biparietal diameter. Oh, okay. Okay, let me see what I can find out. I'll call you back. Okay, great. Thank Thanks. you. Bye-bye. Good morning, Dr. Hernsauce. How can I help you? Sure. I called earlier and you asked me to get, uh, while well, I was calling to schedule an appointment, you asked me to get the BPD and the femur length. Okay, um, yeah. Do you have that? Yes, yeah, so I was able to get that. Um, so the BPD was 74 and the femur length was 54. Okay, and when were those taken? Um, last Monday, the 13th, I believe. Okay. And. Um, uh, let's see here. Uh, how much do you weigh? I'm 180. Okay, and how tall are you? 5'1". Okay, and have you ever had a C-section? No. No? Okay, can you hold on one second? Yes. Okay. Um, yeah, he said that he would see you um, on the 28th. Okay. Um, and it looks like you'll probably be um, about um, 32 weeks at that time. So the fee would likely be either 17500 or 25000 Okay. And um, so I live in Texas, actually, in Austin. I'm guessing I would just fly in to the clinic and then... Um, how, how long is it? Yeah, so your yeah, so your appointment your first appointment would be on Tuesday the twenty eighth. Okay. So you would need to fly to Denver. Um, he does require that you travel the day before your appointment. So he would want you to travel on Monday the twenty seventh. You would have an appointment here Tuesday morning, and then you would. It's a four-day process, so you would be here in Colorado, um, staying at a at a local hotel um, on that Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday night, and you could travel back to Texas in the afternoon of Saturday, the second of December. Okay. Okay. Unbelievable. Now, first so, of all, very basic point. Noticed, she was already seeing OBGYN. Yes. That was her regular doctor. She's already been going to that doctor for several months. Suddenly, her and her husband have an argument. They break up. Okay. And how come she didn't go back to that doctor? 
for a termination. Right, for a, for a procedure that's between a woman and her doctor. She didn't know Warren right. Hearn from the man in the moon. No. Yeah. Uh, so why didn't, first of all, she live, lives in Texas. That's where her OBGYN was. Yeah. And now she was going to fly to Colorado to kill this baby. I mean, it, none of that makes sense. Yeah. None of that makes sense because this is the doctor you've been seeing for the past few months, trusted doctor, obviously. So if this was an okay procedure to do, well, no, you can't kill a baby pet, uh, that late in term at the at the time in Texas. Well, now you can't do it at all. Well, not only that, but did her OBGYN, who knows her, who knows her medical condition, who knows the medical condition of the baby, tell her that she had to end the pregnancy for medical reasons? No. 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 It's completely non-medical reasons. Right. It's so not is, a medical procedure. Right. So perfect, healthy mother. Right. Perfectly healthy baby. Right. Because they had a, an argument, her and her husband, they going to kill the baby. Social problem. Not yeah. medical problem. Not medical. Social. And notice, they said it right out. 32 weeks. You're going to be 32 weeks along. So again, our main purpose here is to say, to those who are going to try to claim abortions, late-term abortion is not a thing. It doesn't happen that late. Right. But the, how do you explain what you just heard? Well, then also, too, if it doesn't happen, then why is the abortion industry and the Democratic Party pushing legal abortion till birth right. if it doesn't right. happen? Yeah. Like, why do you have to have laws allowing you to kill a baby at the ninth month of gestation? Right. The pregnancy? By the way, the survival at that point, if they just induced a, a, a preterm birth, the survival is is very, very, very high for those babies. Of course point. it is. Even even 10 weeks before that. They well, and the other thing, too, is, you know, if they if she just delivered the baby and let's say her and her husband said, you know, we don't want this Make kid. an adoption plan. They don't even have to make an adoption plan. The safe haven law, she could just walk That's away. Right. That's right. Walk away. Walk away. The safe haven law means you have designated places, according to state law, varies right. from state to state, right. where you can drop literally drop off that baby at a fire station no or question, a hospital. No questions asked. But yeah. she could yeah. go to the hospital and deliver right. the baby. Deliver the baby and, and walk out. Yeah. And say, you know what? I decided I can't parent. But did you notice too? This is a four-day procedure. Four days. Yeah. And did you hear the price tag? How about that? Oh yeah, yeah I have twenty-five thousand dollars here in my pocket. Yeah. Where's she going to come up with all that money? It, it, none of it makes sense. Yes. So you're going to spend between $17,000 and $25,000 to the abortion clinic. Oh, plus she has airfare, four, four nights in a hotel. Yeah. Yeah. And you wouldn't want to just let give birth to this child and give it up, give it up for under safe haven even? It doesn't make sense. But what it shows you is the extremeness of the Democratic Party and the abortion industry that they are pushing these constitutional amendments like they are, which the one that's coming up in Ohio right now, this election cycle to try to make they're going to undo the will of the people in Ohio. That has good protections for the unborn. They have a heartbeat bill, parental consent. It will wipe all those bills out and allow them to kill babies like this till birth. It's terrible. It'll allow that scenario we just listened to to happen all over Ohio. Right. Yeah. Well, and just so that they know, this is not just one little incident we played for you. Uh, you can listen to a heck of a lot more at priestforlife.org slash late-term abortion. But we do have another one. Yes. I yes. want you to listen now to this other one because, I mean, to me, one's worse than And, and then pay attention again to three things. The gestational age. Right. And... Healthy baby, healthy mother. Listen for those things. Yes. Right. Okay, let's take a listen. Southwestern Women's Options. This is Roger. How can I help you today? Yes, I needed to schedule an abortion. 
Okay, do you know the first day of your last normal period? Yeah, it was back in October 8th of 2016. October 8th. And um, have you had an ultrasound done? Yes, I have. Okay. And um, do you have, have you had any, is this your first pregnancy? No, it's not. Okay. Any C-sections in your past? No. And where are you calling from? I live in Farmington. In Farmington. Okay. Um, so let me go ahead and get you to a scheduler. What is your first name? Denise. Denise. Okay. Hold on one moment, Denise. Okay. Outpatient abortion services and the first clinic to use IV sedation. Today, Dr. Boyd and his medical staff remain personally committed to providing medically safe and emotionally supportive care including pre-pregnancy testing, confidential individual counseling, medical abortions, and surgical abortions in all trimesters. We also offer the morning after prescription and IUD insertion for eligible patients at post-operative checkup. Thank you for... This is Susan. How may I help you? Yes, I wanted to schedule an abortion appointment. I just gave Georgia my information. I'm going to be coming down from Farmington. Okay. Um, can you tell me, um, do you have a BPD measurement or a due date? Um, I have the due date is July 15th. Okay, so, yeah, almost 30, 30. Is there anything wrong with the fetus? No, there's not. It's more just life happening. My husband lost his job. We already have some kids, and we're planning to continue the pregnancy. But now, with our world falling apart, we just felt like this was the best way out. I would need to take some information and take this to the doctor to see if she would uh, accept you as a patient. Okay. Um, hold on a moment. Um, okay, let's see. What is your name? Denise. Mm-hmm. Chavez. Date of birth? 8-2-91. Right. And how old are you right now? 26. Have you ever had a C-section? No. And you have how many living children? Two. Um, how many times total have you been pregnant? Two. Well, three with this one? Yeah. Have you had any previous abortions or miscarriages? No. Okay. How old is your youngest child? Two. Do you yourself have anything going on medically, like asthma, diabetes, high blood pressure? No. Okay. How tall are you? Five one. How much do you weigh? One fifty. Okay. Do you have any allergies to any medications? No. Are you currently taking any medications for any reason? No. Have you ever had any surgery in your past? No. Do you smoke? No. How do you describe your alcohol consumption, if any? Um, none. Okay. Do you use any recreational drugs? No. Okay. Um, have you have you been getting prenatal care for this pregnancy? Yes. Okay. When is the last time you went to the doctor? Um, it was about a month ago. Um, do you have commercial insurance or New Mexico Medicaid? Yeah, it's New Mexico Medicaid. New Mexico Medicaid. Okay. 
Okay. Um, so this was originally a wanted pregnancy. Yes. So tell me a little bit about uh, what's happened in your life now. I, I know you said that your husband just lost his job. Yeah, he lost his job. And um, so, you know, that really we're already struggling to make it as it is. Um, and so you just obviously that puts a strain on the marriage and everything else and now with the prospect of another child coming along it's just really weighing heavily on us and adding unneeded stress so we kind of asked around and um people just recommended maybe calling you guys as okay. a as a mm -hmm. means to help with the situation certainly not something that we were planning for but you mm -hmm. know life happens so I think that's that's all I need right now. Um, I'm gonna she's she's here, so I'm gonna take this to her. Okay. So let me tell you also a little bit about the procedure that we do here. This will require you to be in Albuquerque from a Monday night through a Friday evening. It's a, a procedure of termination by induction. So we actually would start start on Tuesday morning. We will take a day or two to soften and dilate the cervix, uh, and then we will induce labor. So you will be going through the act of labor and delivery of a stillborn fetus. We will euthanize the fetus on the first day. Um, and again, you need to be in Albuquerque during that time. Well, uh, the doctor accepted you as a patient. Um, we'll be scheduling you for Tuesday next week. Um, so we'll be starting on the 9th. And, and the Medicaid that I have covers all of it. Do you have Medicaid you can go for any reason at all? Uh, any kind of medical attention? Or is it limited to family planning? Or do you know? I think it's for anything. Okay, let's check it real quick, okay? First of all, again, she had a regular OBGYN. Yeah. Right. She already had two healthy children, and because her husband lost his job, they're going to kill this baby. That's over 30 weeks. And you notice how healthy she described herself as? Yeah. Doesn't even take any medicine for anything. Doesn't anything. drink, doesn't smoke. Right. It's a picture of health. Right, healthy, healthy girl. And notice she's in New Mexico. She lives in Farmington, where her doctor is, her OBGYN. Yeah. She's not going back to him and say, I want a termination. No, no, she's go, going to, go to the Albuquerque go, go to, the to this abortion yeah. clinic to yeah. kill the baby. You're killing a perfectly healthy 30 baby weeks along. For social reasons. Yeah, 30 weeks along. Yeah. And she's already on Medicaid. So now it means your tax dollars are paying. For this abortion point number one but point number two is how do you know that next week your husband's not going to get a job you well, know like see, you're killing right. a baby because of some financial services well first of all there's three thousand pregnancy centers all across the country that would help her yeah first first of all i mean there's all kinds of resources out there she's very on medicaid there, there's first of all there's the WIC program women infants and children where they give them free formula for the first year yeah. they give them uh, other nutritional uh checks so you know it's to buy food certain products she's already on medicaid which means she's probably on food stamps like you're getting all this assistance anyway 
and now you're still going to kill this baby. It, it doesn't make sense. It just There's doesn't no sense. make sense. It's it's uh, the insanity of this. Well, again, this counteracts two lies from the other side. Late-term right. abortions don't happen. Or if they do, it's only for extreme medical emergencies of the mother of the child. You, this disproves all of that. Well, both of these uh, circumstances and, and, that we just just listened to yeah. were for social reasons, right? Completely social. For reasons. Completely. Oh, my husband and I broke up, and my husband lost his job. Social reasons, nothing else. There was nothing about her health or the health of that baby. Now the question is: Do people want what we just heard legally to occur in America? Do they people want that to be legal, or is that? too far because even most people who identify themselves as pro-choice even most people who identify themselves as democrats don't want that what we just heard to be a legal option that's and, right and that's what's at stake in these elections now the democrats want that to be a legal option not just in new mexico or colorado which is where we heard these two phone calls just now we have lots of others at breachforlife.org slash late-term abortion but they want that to be the norm nationwide nationwide because they say right. well the, the freedom of choice is above everything doesn't right. matter if the baby's 30 weeks 32 weeks healthy or not doesn't matter to them their dogma is i want to choose to end that pregnancy i can end it well Period. and just recently you know the republicans had that debate and they were pushing that whole question again about gestation like uh, yeah oh, would you be a favor of heartbeat or right or a 15-week ban and they pointed at desantis because you know he signed those two he laws. signed both of them that's both right we them. were with him we, yes in florida and desantis gave the perfect response he said no i'm i'm about protecting babies and he said you know what it's the democratic party he said they yes. want to kill babies till birth yeah, that's right. and he said and that's called infanticide i wanted i was jumping up and down that's right I said, oh finally someone is hitting the nail on the head yeah they want infanticide and that's why right now we have to train our our guns on ohio ohio for this election season it's already october october 11th is election day Yes. In Ohio, because that's the day of early voting. You're not going to wait till November. No, October 11th. And what's at stake? There is an amendment that they're trying, the pro aborts and the Democratic Party, to amend the Constitution of Ohio to say we can kill babies till birth without parental consent of a minor. Okay, so your daughter could be taken for an abortion without you knowing. And then also, they're also pushing the whole transgender thing that you're again, you're a minor child could be taken for the drugs and eventually surgery without a parent's commission, permission. So this law, constitutional amendment in Ohio is horrible and it takes away all parental rights and it will wipe out Ohio already has parental consent and a heartbeat law. So mm -hmm. it will undo the well, beautiful laws that the state legislature already passed and the governor signed. You see how cowardly these um, pro-aborts in Ohio are and throughout the nation who are supporting that effort. Right. Because when I say cowardly, why don't they just introduce a bill? No, because I the mean, they, bill requires debate and discussion. Exactly. And why don't they just, you want that? Okay. So you want that to be the policy in America. Now, actually, the Dobbs case that reversed Roe right. would allow the people to decide that that's the policy they want. The Dobbs case doesn't say you have to protect the babies. But why are these pro boards going for a constitutional amendment instead of just, hey, just introduce a bill and give the legislators and give the people an opportunity to do what you just said, debate it, examine it, 
play tape. You have a debate about that? We play tapes like this. Well, see, and the, say, is this what you want? Is they know if you bring about a, a debate on the floor of any state house on late-term abortion, it's unde it's undefensible. Right. You can't justify it. People don't support it. Because, and if you talk to, do you notice, both of those women did not go back to their OBGYNs. Why? Because those, even though they can kill babies late term in New Mexico and Colorado, a normal practicing good conscious OBGYN will not do it's that. It's not medically indicated. It's not medically This is indicated. what our friend Dr. Philip Ney always says. He says the first thing to ask about an abortion is uh, what's the medical indication for it? Right. But, 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 so is, these are not medically indicated, what no. we just heard. No, yeah. social reasons. So now with Ohio, we really have to ask everyone, it doesn't matter whether you live in Ohio or not in Ohio, you might know people, friends and family who do live in Ohio. So your homework assignment is get on the phone and tell them to vote no on this constitutional amendment that's right. on the ballot in Ohio starting October 11th. Well, you know, our friends in Ohio, pro-life leader Mark Harrington and his group Created Equal created a commercial to really shine a bright light on why they have to vote no on this amendment in Ohio. Yes. Let's take a look at that commercial right now. My birth mom was a scared teenager when she was forced into a late-term abortion. Because of a doctor's mistake, I survived, but my twin did not. I was left broken and hurt. Late-term abortion is real, and so is the pain. But the pro-choice industry wants it right up to birth. Abortions that are too late, too painful, and too extreme for Ohio. Will you stand for victims? Please say no to late-term abortion in Ohio. Very clear. Nicely Very done. clear. Nicely so I think our homework assignment is very clear. Let everyone you know in Ohio to begin voting October 11th. Vote no on this amendment uh, because it, it's pretty obvious that, uh, first of all, the citizens of Ohio have already spoken. They want to protect babies. With a they passed a heartbeat bill there. I yes. mean, what, it, see, this is what the other side is doing is they want, they don't care about the will of the people. No. They want to impose abortion on demand. Mm-hmm. And the language of the amendment is very tricky. And we also know, let's face it, when most people go to vote, they don't even clearly read all the amendments. You ever oh, notice what no. goes on? I call it soundbite voting. They, yes. they heard one thing from their friend. Or, or, or they or read the first sentence. TV. They yeah. read the first sentence and go, mm, should I say yes or should I say mm -hmm. no? Mm -hmm. And that's how they slip these amendments past the people. Yeah. Because yeah. they really don't understand. And they use all this fuzzy language about uh, women's reproductive health yeah. and postpartum care and miscarriage care. All that's lingo is jumbled in there but when you read the whole thing it's also late-term abortion and yeah. taking away parental rights so thanks for the great discussion yes, great i hope discussion. we have woken up some people and brothers and sisters i hope you have been woken up too october 11th start voting no in ohio and remember there are some abortions only you will be able to stop and some lives only you will save join us again next time thank you and god bless where does this love begin? In our own family, in our own home. How does it begin? By praying together. Family that prays together stays together. And if you stay together, you will love one another as God loves each one of you.
today, the world, in the world, there's so much suffering because of that one of prayer, of unity in the family. So today when we are together, let us make one strong resolution that we will bring prayer in our family, that we will teach our children to pray and pray with them. And you will see the joy and the love and the peace that will come into your hearts. Because the fruit of prayer is the deepening of faith. And the fruit of faith is love. And the fruit of love is service. And the fruit of service is peace. Works of love are works of peace. That is why let us bring the tender love of God in our families. Submit your prayer intentions. Obtain mass cards and a relic card at prayerintentions.org. This has been the End Abortion Podcast. To learn more, to help end abortion, and to connect with us on social media, visit endabortion.net.